Warning, the following podcast contains Captain Boomerang. He's Australian and he has a boomerang and he's like, giddy up and, I don't know, Australian. Oi, bloody mate, what what you talking about? Chug a UDL. <laughs> a martini, shaken the... No! Shocking. Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, your official podcast with the word nerd in the title. I'm your host, Duty, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome on this podcast. We talk about movies, pop culture, and today it's a very DC-centric episode. And joining me on this episode is the man who looks very confused looking into his webcam while we were all dancing to the intro. That's Tom. Hello! I was very <laughs> confused. I'm a very confused kind of guy. Yes. <laughs> Happy to be here. Uh, He's always happy to be. He's always, his beard's looking magnificent. Uh, for those of you who want to see what his beard looks like, take a look at our uh, Facebook page, uh, where uh, there's some snippety videos here and there where you can see Tom's magnificent isolation beard. Speaking of isolation beards, we've got a man who's got a beard so big, I can't even see where his face starts. Oh, now he's lifted his head up. <laughs> he can tuck his beard into his nose, and that's Fuzzy Dan. Hello. He's talking to I'm speaking to you now from beyond the beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's like molding beard. Like I know it's at that length. I can like put it in like a little ponytail. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. Do it. I'm going to. I'm. I'm trying to get it to the length where I can do Viking braids in my beard, um, much to the disgust of my lovely lady wife. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's gonna happen. It's though. basically. It really it's basically happen. like saying, "Hey, babe, I can plait my pubes." <laughs> <laughs> you know those face pubes I have? Yeah, they're plaited now. And uh, the man who doesn't have facial hair on his face, but he might plait his pubes, I don't know, is uh, Ian. How are you? Happy to be plaited pubes. Uh, happy to be here. Right, Tom? Pubes? Plaited pubes. Plaited? Always. I'm also participating. I, I do like. I, I do appreciate Ian's facial hair style where he grows it just down one side of his yeah. face. <laughs> it's an artistic choice. <laughs> I do. To be fair, I think it connects here. I, I think with isolation, you could honestly shave one half of your face off and leave it, and no one will ever see it. <laughs> that would be weird looking. But hey, look! Look at all this. My hair's gone fucking wild. So you know, I know, right? Something. It has. It's fantastic. I do wish it's very emo. I do wish you yeah, had you look- shaved your beard though, or, or your facial hair. I want to know what it would have looked like had you left it the entire of isolation. Uh, probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's hair looks a little bit like Gary Oldman in uh, The Fifth Element. Oh, thanks. So long on one side, brushed to one side. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like Gary Oldman in The Professional as well. I like that too. So what like, you're saying Gary is, Oldman. I'm Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> well. Everyone! Yeah, yeah. Like, get some awesome. of those But drums, Dennis Beard's yeah. grown back too. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a black top for a reason, so you can't, uh, you can't tell how long it is until I take my shirt off in one random episode and it's just connected to my nipples. Just put your pasty white hands behind it. There we go. <laughs> I, can, oh, I can tuck it into my mouth, Jess. Yeah. Um, speaking of what else I can tuck into my mouth, it's time for the news. <laughs> Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a top ten news All right. Uh, <laughs> Waiting for that sound. That it di- 
that it didn't go. <laughs> Number 10, yeah. because we are tackling this a little bit differently this time, it's just news. And of course, we are looking at the news mainly from the DC fandom. So what we will do is we will start off and I will go straight into, let's go into the video games that we actually saw. And the first one that we can have a, a chatty poo about is the <coughs> Gotham Knights trailer. Like, Duty looked like he was about to say something and then went quiet. <laughs> no, I just, I just enjoy going. And let's talk about it. And Tom's like immediate look of fear on his face. Like, who's going to talk first? <laughs> He's like, please tell me you watched it. Please tell me. I looked me you at all your faces it. on the camera and nobody looked very, very, very into go. And I was like, fuck. All right, now. <laughs> Moving on. Someone else. Uh, yeah, Gotham Knights is the new. It's the new uh, Batman-esque game coming from Warner Brothers Montreal. Uh, the last game uh, via Batman that Warner Brothers Montreal did was Batman Arkham Origins, which had uh, Batman's first fight with the Joker. It was that sort of sequel-esque sort of Batman game. If you want, not a sequel, it was a prequel, but it came out after Arkham City, so it was that little bit bigger of a uh, landscape. Um, this time around, it looks like Batman has uh, has contacted everyone in the Bat family, except for Tim Drake for some reason, uh, to say that he's dead. Uh, and uh, you guys need to protect Gotham because uh, with Batman gone, uh, the the villains will, will, will run wild. Uh, so it looks like we'll get to play as four characters. We get to play as everybody's favourite fucking Robin. Uh, Damien Wayne Robin will get to play as Batgirl. We'll get to play as uh, the Red Hood and my boy Nightwing. Uh, everyone will have their own form of transportation, so it looks like they've got uh, their own sort of motorbike or bat pod sort of looking things. Everyone's got their own specific style of gameplay. Uh, and if you've played the previous Batman Arkham Knight game, uh, I assume the gameplay combat will be essentially a carbon copy transfer over. Um, it's it, I don't know whether it's attached to the Rocksteady Arkham universe. So that's that's what I'm intrigued about. Um, but uh, at the very end of the trailer, they sort of show that the Court of Owls are somewhat heavily involved with this game, um, which I'm very excited for. But I'm a little bit bummed that I'm not I'm not playing as Batman. Well, that's the main thing that I had from watching it. I was just like, why the hell would you take out Batman? Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. no it's, sense. Especially with the story of Court of Owls, like. It's it's a it's a Batman and a bit of a Robin oh not Robin a, a bit of a Nightwing story as well, but yeah, there's there's like twenty to thirty minutes of gameplay and breakdowns of all this of everything in in uh, Gotham Knights. Um, I haven't taken a look at it. We've only just seen the uh, the the sort of announcement trailer and a bit of the gameplay and stuff that they showed. So I'll probably take a look at that throughout the week. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if this is going to be like similar to Avengers that comes out in a week or so, if it's going to be four-player co-op, if you can sort of play alongside with a friend online or something. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they went down that avenue. It would be pretty cool as well. Like if one of you is playing as, you know, Red Hood, who is great at range but sucks at close range, and, you know, Nightwing is awesome at close range, but he's shit at sort of gliding across the city because he doesn't have a cape. Yeah. You would assume yeah. they would all have their own sort of... Perks and powers and whatnot, so to speak. Obviously, they don't have powers, but you know. Yeah, there, there was in the in the trailer. There was like Robin throws a batarang and then he teleports to where the batarang is. I'm like, yeah, the fuck are you doing that, Wayne Tech. Bird Boy? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a bit odd. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, I think they're gonna commit to the Batman being dead for probably about forty percent of the game. Yeah. Ha. Yeah, so precisely forty percent. Yep. <laughs> act two is when he really becomes maybe alive, <laughs> and then Act three, he's definitely alive. So. Well, that they start the trailer with like explosion at Gotham at uh, Gotham at Wayne Manor or explosion in a mansion, 
one body found, so on and so forth. And then it's it's the same. It looks like it's the same character model from Batman Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah, Arkham Knight. Um, it's not voiced by Kevin Conroy. It's voiced by uh, the guy who did Batman in um, Arkham Origins. And he's saying like, "I'm dead." Um, the GCPD won't help you though after Jim Gordon died. And I'm sitting there going, okay, Jim Gordon is alive in Batman Arkham Knight, but Bruce Wayne dies supposedly at the end of Arkham Knight. So is this part of the Rocksteady Arkham universe or not? Mm, that's confusing. There you go. Interesting thing. I've, I've said what I have to say. Ian, what do you think about this? It's definitely a game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't really have much in the way of thoughts because I haven't really... I've tried to play the other um, Batman Arkham games. Um, I haven't really... I know they're very critically acclaimed. A lot of people love them, but they weren't really necessarily... For me, probably because I jumped on it way too late as well. Um, But for me, the whole thing would be playing as Batman. So without Batman, I'm not interested, to say the least. Yeah, that seems fair enough. Anyone else have thoughts about not being Batman? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I mean yeah i i agree that's the the one reason you keep going back to batman games is fucking batman so unless they have a turn like Ooh. within arkham knight yeah pass well that's the thing and i don't know knowing the actual story of the court of hours and i'm not sure whether it should actually get into the story of the court of hours because it might actually be spoilers for the game um what do you reckon he's kind of crucial for it right yeah but I, I, I guess I, I don't know, but there's a point in that where he is locked away by them. Yeah. So I wouldn't True. be surprised if that's just the the story point that they're using. He's going to be locked away by them. Yeah. Would you want if, if he is locked away? Would you want him to be playable in the game, or do you think that would take away from sort of the hard work that Warner Brothers Montreal has put into creating different playstyles and such for the Bat Family? I want Batman. I don't give a shit about the rest of them. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, I play an open Why you game buy a Batman game is for Batman. It's very true. Damn it. Hmm. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, next up, we had another video game. We had Rocksteady's Suicide Squad game, where, of course, we have uh, once again Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Killer Shark, and Deadshot. So, King Shark? We saw that's the one. You're thinking of Killer Croc, yeah, which, Killer Croc. Is, which Killer is different, Croc. which is a different large reptilian <clears throat> type animal thing. King so. of Killer Shark and Alligator. He's <laughs> <is> both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, of course, we did have that trailer drop as well, which appears that the premise of that game is you will be playing as the Suicide Squad trying to take down the Justice League. And of course, also in that trailer, we did see what looked like Brainiac. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah. 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 And we did have uh, Superman disintegrating some helicopter pilot as well with his laser vision, which was kind of cool, kind of badass. Very much um, going into the uh, injustice stuff. So, bad Superman. Who knows? Infected by Brainiac Superman. That's what I was thinking because his eyes are kind of purple. Yeah. Um and the the game is called Yeah, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League or Hunt the Justice League or whatever it is. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that all the Justice League members have been somewhat controlled by Corrupted. Brainiac yeah. and then it's the Suicide Squad are the, the only ones remaining. And I think that's really the only way to do it because the Suicide Squad's kinda lame. Um they haven't <laughs> had any 
they haven't had any good books, especially like Tom Taylor's run. Um, they Ouch. haven't necessarily had a good movie. Second <laughs> what do you mean necessarily? They have flat out definitely not had a good movie. <laughs> There's no necessarily about it. Necessarily? No. <laughs> necessarily? Is it not. necessary for me to have the Joker and not use him? No, but it's Jared Leto and I like how he ruins things. <laughs> and I like the taste. Uh, <laughs> no, look, it's... Uh, they brought back all of the terrible things. They, they're still doing the Margot Robbie, uh, Harley Quinn. I think that's Tara Reid, though. That's, that's, I don't think they're doing a Margot Robbie side. They're doing the, the injustice. Even getting onto later pieces of news, I'll break down to that, but that's the, the leather pants and the leather corset and the pigtails and the goggles and stuff. It's the steampunky style, not the short shorts that get shorter with every cut to her ass shorts. <laughs> yeah. Egg sandwich thing. Um, yeah, they've also got the, uh, the Jai Courtney slash Wolverine, um, uh, Captain Boomerang thing going on. And he apparently has flash powers now. So, like, you know, he throws his boomerang and he, like, flashes around the screen with lightning and stuff. It's gonna be useful somehow. Yeah. What else is he gonna do? Throw a boomerang? <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say right now, King Shark has a fucking minigun. Now, what the fuck does a shark need with a minigun? He is a giant fucking shark. Can't he just eat people? But he can eat them with bullets from very far away. <laughs> I'm going to say he should I'm have just a, a little bit frustrated to about... Laser strip to his <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that would be genius. That would probably be a weapon you can not, get later on. You're just not using the shark powers to their fullest where you're like, let's just give that guy a fucking gun. No. Damn it! No, it is. It is. It is. At least for me, it's a good thing to note that. Excuse me. That Rocksteady are doing this game. Rocksteady did the three Batman Arkham games. Uh, The which were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The setting is Metropolis. So that is a brand new setting. They're not doing. Oh, it's in it's in Gotham. Um, so it's a brand new setting. So it's a brand new playground, brand new sort of stuff like that, which opens the door to if this does well or whatever, that they, they can do a Superman game because, or they can do another hero because they're 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 doing Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad is somewhat related to Batman, but they're pushing away from more Batman and going into other DC properties. Um, mm. And I'd like to see uh, Rocksteady do some other DC games because. DC are crushing it when it comes to the video game market compared to Marvel. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Tom, and, do you uh, have any We've thoughts? also got uh, Deadshot being uh, Boba Fett. So, uh, he just <laughs> yeah, he's got a jetpack. Yeah, he's got jetpack with a flamethrower as part of the jetpack. So, he's Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Boba Fett, where? It looks like they decided on a style of gameplay, which is Overwatch, and then they have adjusted all the characters to suit that playstyle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Overwatch meets uh, what was it? You you said in uh, Sunset Overdrive, like a little bit of that sort of like it's crazy, crazy, like crazy colors. It's very Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. get the kids. It, was, it was a CG trailer, it wasn't money. a gameplay trailer as well. Yeah, true. We didn't actually see any gameplay, so you know the gameplay might actually be really good, and not like the trailer. We just don't know, <laughs> and ah. not like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's pray. Speaking of movies, let's go into well, some of the trailers that we got. And funnily enough, the first trailer that I have here actually isn't a movie. So, great segue, Tom. Uh, we have the Flash <laughs> Season 7 trailer. Now, I know that everybody here on the call is super excited, has been watching every single episode of Flash. Mm. So, Ian, why don't you tell us what has happened so far in Flash? <laughs> He's already dead. All right. 
Flash. Oh. Allow me to sum up the entire story of The Flash. So basically, The Flash is a guy who runs real fast, and then for about... What season are we up to, Tom? Seven. Seven seasons, he runs real fast. <laughs> Seven seasons? <laughs> Done. Oh, that's... Yes. Yeah. Oh, also, get, whenever get, they need get, a get, villain, get the villain runs real fast. He's like, yeah, the, the opposite Flash. I should have played my previously on sound sound effects, so he could have just talked over the top of it. <laughs> Fuck. It's actually pretty accurate. Whenever he does need a villain, it's just someone else who runs real fast. <laughs> oh, no. He also runs fast. Oh, no. It's a god who runs fast. Okay. Did they try to do Flashpoint as well at one stage? Like They tried to do like a crossover. Yeah, they, they did, and it was, uh, it was okay. <laughs> That's... That speaks volumes coming from you, Diddy. Like, you know, you saying it's, it was okay means it was fucking trash. So, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big DC guy. We know this. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm done with CW. <laughs> if CW made like a Green Lantern show, I'll be, I'll be like, you've hurt me before multiple times. But do I do it? <laughs> I'm prepared to be hurt all over again. <laughs> Don't, do Don't do it, man. Yeah. Never going. Let's back. move on from the Flash. Come yeah, on. no one cares about the Flash. <laughs> Throw all right. The trash. So now we're into the big leagues. Of course, we're into the movies. Uh, now, the first of the movies that we have to discuss here is a little teaser trailer that we got, and this one is for Black Adam. Of course, starring The Rock, where we got a teaser trailer, which was really a compilation of concept art, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, and uh, I can see other people nodding, so other people agree with me. And so far, eh. <laughs> Obviously, they weren't ready to have a trailer together yet. But I appreciate that they're trying to take advantage of, like I said previously before the call... They're trying to take advantage of the fact that Marvel have finished their big Thanos story and now they're trying to swoop in. So they're trying to build it up with this DC fandom and everything that they've got going in the pipes, they're just chucking it into this. And obviously there's not quite enough ready to show yet for for uh, Black Adam. So they've mm. basically just got The Rock to put a uh, audio piece together and slap some images. I, look... I- uh, to, to your point there, I think they're even less than ready to do, like, anything at this point. Like, this is, like like Tom was saying, concept art. Yeah. And normally with a teaser trailer, what we're seeing is, like, one, like, bit of flash footage of, like, you know, Black Adam smashing into the ground and doing the hero pose or something like that, and that's all you need. Or, like, him turning around in the dark and you see the, the lightning bolt on his chest. Like, something like that would be a teaser trailer. This was almost a, a concept story trailer for people to sell the movie. Like, and dirty correct me if I'm wrong, this is, like, looks fairly, uh, it looks like it sticks fairly closely to the origin stories from the comics of Black Adam, yeah? For the new, it looks like it's sticking at least to the new 52. New 52. Yeah, Yeah. which is, which is pretty, it's a pretty good and pretty straightforward story. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree in regards to it, it is concept art put over the top. It is, it is, it is cool looking concept art and it's, it's building hype, which is, it's what it's supposed to do. Um, but like as the character of Black Adam, he's like, you know, sort of ancient Egypt. Um, and it would have been cool if this trailer was done in like hieroglyphics and then it ends with you actually seeing what Black Adam sort of looks like or whatever like that, because it's like, that's the, that's the style of it. 
we did get a shot of, uh, uh, well, a picture of The Rock doing his eyebrow as uh, Black Adam. So you know that that was cool. I guess I was. Kind I don't. Of... I don't. I don't. Go on. I was gonna say I don't mind if The Rock does the eyebrow as long as it's not one of those. It's hard to describe how we should do it, but if it's like one of those things, like if he gets like punched in the, or like you know hit with a gun or something on the side of the head, and he like turns his head and raises his eyebrow as he's turning his head, like. Sort of like how Wolverine does it, if that makes sense, when Hugh Jackman sort of raises an eyebrow as he's, like, looking around corners or he, he notices something, but not as a, like, a cocky look, sort of, or, or like a, hey, I could raise my eyebrow sort of thing. Magic powers. <laughs> if he starts off with a, can you smell what Black Adam is cooking? Like, that's, oh, that's when you know that it's just completely gone off the rails. Yeah, and it could be that. It really could be that. It kind of looks like it could be. I fucking hope not. Black Adam is a fantastic fucking antihero. I, I, I'm <laughs> personally the the worst thing about it for me. I don't mind the fact that they obviously weren't ready to show anything, but they're trying to take advantage of it. So you know, I don't mind it. It's just what these companies mm. are trying to do. They're trying to sway their momentum to their own side, so to speak. But for me, the main thing that I was a little bit disappointed was that The Rock just sounds like The Rock. I wanted him to sound like something else. I wanted him to be something else. I wanted him to be Black Adam, to be, you know, this different character. And he's not an actor. Well, to Duty's point, like, you know, this, this character comes from ancient, like an ancient Egyptian type civilization. And he was a slave and then he was captured and he's locked away for thousands of years. And yet he still sounds like fucking Dwayne Johnson. Um, so. Or does he sound like the Scorpion King? Haku Masente! Yes, I do remember that movie. When I was watching this and trying to think of sort of him as intimidating in this character, is that the thing that I found that popped into my head was that The Rock played the Tooth Fairy. Um. <laughs> And that popped into my head while watching the trailer, and I just went, that's probably an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ouch. It's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, we've been waiting for, like, what? Like, not ten years, but, like, five years plus, because we've had The Rock locked in for Black Adam for fucking ages. And now it's finally well, happening. When, when, when did Shazam come out? Like, he was locked in pretty much about the time Shazam came out. So, he was locked in before yeah. that. Oh, before then. Well before then. This, yeah, this well movie, well, this trailer that we've seen should have been out about that time. That's about the time you bring out this kind of trailer. Now is the time that you bring out a proper trailer because this is like, looks like there's still two to three years left before we can yeah, see it. Yeah, it, 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 at least we get to see what Black Adam's outfit is, is actually going to look like. It's it's not going to look as, as sort of... <clears throat> I don't know how you want Greek as Shazam's effort because Greek uh, gods is what Shazam's gods are, where mm. Black Adam's uh, Shazam's gods are Egyptian. Um, so you can see, like you know, it, it's got like he's got like fucking arm braces and stuff like that on, and, and different sort of styled boots, and it's more looking like a bit like a scaraby style armor rather than the sort of clean cut a you know- scorpion type armor. <laughs> 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 I hope there's no references to that. <laughs> I was found in the oasis. <laughs> I command an army of dog people. <laughs> Yucky. Right. Yes. Moving right along, we have another one. Another trailer for this fucking film. Please stop. Oh my God. Please. The PTA has disbanded! <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has not disbanded. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? Out of that trailer, we got what we all kind of thought we were going to see, and that was the first look of Cheetah. Cats. Cats. Mm. Cats the musical. Mm, Remember Kristen Wiig? She's back as a cheetah. (laughs) In cat form. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Are we going to have to request this, or can we just preemptively ask for the butthole cut? Or is that, you know... <laughs> oh, it's DC. They'll keep that in. Mm. <laughs> oh, actually, no. They'll release it like on HBO Max five years later. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Ouch. Um, uh, so I think we got a little bit of a hint here about how um, we uh, Chris Pine's character comes forward uh, in time. I think it might be to do with some sort of cloning by the sounds of it. I didn't pick up that. Bit. I didn't pick up on any of that. What, what? Please elaborate. We had, um, we had uh, the the mysterious, like, you know, evil genius here create. He's like saying, oh, we can make make you anything. We can you know do anything for you and you can become anything that you want. And that's how Cheetah gets her powers. I think it's it sounds like they're, they're referring to some sort of cloning or something something like that. It doesn't sound like there's any sort of time travel, frozen and ice, Captain America thing. Mm. So it'll be very. It does sound like it's been yeah, like remade or something in some yeah. way. Some sort of harnessing powers and evilly stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> harnessing oh, yeah. powers. <laughs> Harnessing the powers of science. It's basically, they um, got the Book of the Dead to bring him back, and then the Book of <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pine is cursed. Wonder Woman is cursed. <laughs> you know, cats were uh, cats were like gods in Egypt. Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what worries oh. me what you know i don't mind this story and it actually looks way more fun than any of the other dc stuff we're kind of getting to be perfectly honest with you the wonder woman trailer in general but the thing that i saw the bad guy we saw the bad guy <laughs> we know what's happening it's colorful i like colors <laughs> um the thing the thing that i am really worried about is cheetah looks not great there's a, probably a reason why they hadn't showed her off so far. It was very. It looked dark, like probably. from what we were seeing, it was just CG fights. It wasn't like you know the character standing there. And when it was Kristen Wiig with some form of cheetah powers, she was just wearing a punk pop leather jacket yeah. and a cheetah scarf around her waist. Mm. Yeah, I mean she she seemed to be acting pretty hard though. You know, uh, props for that. She's a comedian and she's trying to act so. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think Kristen Wiig's a, a fantastic actress. I think she she will do well in the role. Yeah, mm. um, because it looks like there's a big arc for her as well. Like she starts off as the nerdy sort of assistant and then becomes this, you know, becomes poison powerful. ivy. <laughs> wow, <laughs> becomes like powerful and dominant and just going, you know, I'm going to take back and own, yeah, own all of this stuff. And I think I, I think that's a really nice transition for her, and she's talented enough to actually make that that whole thing work. Hmm. Um, whether or not the CG works is a completely different story, but I think yeah. her as an actress is she's she's fantastic for that kind of. thing. I think she's only she going to be good range. The feeling I get is she's only going to be that cheetah form at the end of the movie when they needed to do some sort of final fight thing. That's what it seems like. Because oh, no, at the end of the movie, lines. she'll turn into a giant electrical storm, <laughs> and it will just be this giant CG fucking mess of a person. <laughs> It sounds like That'll DC. Be the movie. Like all DC movies, it ends with a giant CG monstrosity. Fur and cheetah spots everywhere. 
<laughs> Looks like Ron Jeremy's bathroom. Uh. <laughs> How do you know what that looks uh. like? I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's, a, that's an educated everywhere. guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now next up. We have the Suicide Squad, rather, Roll Squad, Call yes. trailer, <sighs> which, uh, what a roll call. It's a it's a full class, to say the least. Um, it just kept Literally, going. Literally, a full class. <laughs> I had to go back and watch it twice to recount, like, actually how many people were on there. We saw 18 different characters, and there were 24 names in the final, like, name list of actors. It's crazy. That's, that's going to be a big ensemble film. Well, that's if the whole it, movie. Do you remember how they did the last one? It was 40 minutes of intros to like six people. That's the entirety of this movie is just, hey, here's the backstory for these guys. And then they'll just have a big fight at the end. What the fuck? <laughs> well, the, I, 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 I will say I do like that they aren't, they aren't just throwing the old Suicide Squad to the side and then just you know, rebooting it, if you will. Sort of, sort of like with what they're doing with Batman. They're just sort of, yeah, we're doing a new Batman, whether it is, whether, you know, Pattinson plays a young version of Ben Affleck or whatever it might be. Um, but, like, they're going, no, we're, we're still holding on. We're using Margot Robbie. We're using Joel Kinnaman. We're using fucking Jai Courtney, all that sort of stuff. We're, we're, we're bringing some of them back, and it looks like it's going to be some form of a continuation. And we'll get a we'll get a five minute sequence at the start of the film where it's like Deadshot died on the way back to his home planet. Like, it's, <laughs> I have to go now. <laughs> Calling My it now, son though. needs food. Calling it now, I reckon there's going to be a lot of these characters dying off like all the time. I think that's why it's they such a big to. cast. Is I think they he's relying. To. I think his humor is going to be like they send someone in, they die like straight away, and they're like oh, and he goes, all right, send the next one in. It's just going to be like. Heaps of deaths, and that's where the comedy is going to come from. I think. I think that's. I think when you get guys like Nathan Fillion in there, you've got Michael Rooker. Like, I think a lot of those guys. You've got um, guaranteed Nathan Fillion dies within five minutes on screen. Hundred percent. It's going to be a little bit like um, Deadpool two, like how they did that. You know, they had the roll call. They got all the band together. Everyone died like fucking immediately. (laughs) That was that was a great. I think that was a really great scene in in, uh, Deadpool two. Um, so hopefully something like that. Like it's a Suicide Squad, and in the first movie, no one fucking died. So a yeah. Slipknot died; his head exploded. <laughs> uh and the inf- the 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 Fireball guy died as well because he turned into a giant fire skeleton thing. El Diablo, whatever the fuck his Did name he was. Die? Did he live? No, he, he died at fu- the end. He died, didn't he? I, no, I, I don't remember. I haven't watched that movie since twenty. Who cares? Never. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Release the Aya cut where where he does. Um, but this, where things this, actually matter. No, <laughs> this is another the same problem as as uh, Black Adam, right? Where it's obviously there's not really anything to show, so they're just kind of showing drawings. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just like literally character design. So we did see what they would look like, which was kind of cool. Um, mm. We saw the polka dot man. Um, we saw uh, James Gunn's brother as a weasel. Um, <laughs> we saw King Shark again. Second, King so Shark. Second King Shark, yeah. Um, Cap- so the only two characters, I th- well, they've got, um, actually they've got four characters. They've got Joel Kinnaman, they've got um, uh, Amanda Weller's character, they've got Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang. So you've got four characters from the original Suicide Squad. Yeah. Everybody else is new, so... Who the fuck knows what it's going to be like? It looks nuts. And, and people also thought Idris Elba was going to be uh, Deadshot, 
but he's not playing Deadshot. He's playing some someone else. Yeah, what he's was that? Called, name? He's called Dead Shoot. I tried. I tried to pause it and read it, and I was like, "It's it's a very long name for a very small space." <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the characters they put in there, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I know Ratcatcher. I am cool. Move it along. Move it along. Like some of these, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm as I'm watching the trail, I'm like, these guys are gonna fucking ask me, who's this person? I'm gonna go. I don't fucking know. Suicide Squad is <laughs> not good. No, <laughs> We had Pete Davidson in there. We had Peter Capaldi in there. Peter Capaldi, um, yeah, yeah, as as the thinker who has like things in his. We skull had Mongal laser. Yeah, <sighs> I, I I'm I don't know how to feel about this one. Right, it it feels like it could be okay because it's James Gunn, but who the fuck knows? But you I gotta mean- have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> I simply don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Tom, that chucky. What else is next, Tom? <laughs> See, this is where the music cues come in really handy. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> this is the last one, so, uh,. Number four! <laughs> <laughs> of course, we got it, guys. We got the trailer. We've all been waiting for it. Of course, the Zack Woo! Snyder cut of Justice League. The four-hour, four-part film that will be released onto HBO Max. Four hours! I'm very excited for this. Why? I can't wait to like how can, stop how every hour a for film? a piss break. How can you make a film four hours? That is that's Lord of the Rings is four made. hours. The yeah. Return of the King is like four and a half hours. It didn't. Yeah, that, it was, that was that was tiring. <laughs> they were good in short form. Yeah. Well, look here, buddy boy. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm glad you're excited for it. I really am. I, th- I there's nothing wrong with liking something, and I know you love this movie so. Yeah, I'm excited How for you. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say though, like right, like first cab off the rank, it has to be mentioned that he just stole the music from this trailer straight out of Watchmen. So you're already making me think about a better film that you've done. So if it's not as good as Watchmen, I'm going to be very upset because well, that- Leonard Cohen started, and I was watching it. I watched the first like ten seconds, and I went, "Oh, this must be like a fan made one." So let me go find the real one. And then I found another one and went, oh, no, he just took the exact same music and put it in this. Okay. And that's like, that pisses me off. Like, just, you've already used that song, used something, anything else. He used that in the, in the sex scene, didn't he? In, yes. In Watchmen? Yeah. 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 And great <clears throat> scene, also, by the way. Yeah. It's also Hallelujah that it's actually being released. I think that's what the joke was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's like, do anything else. Like, you know. It, literally anything else would That's the joke. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to really think to myself going, what button is that one? <laughs> knowing me, I will push the wrong button. <laughs> it should be just a giant, that's that's the joke, red button, just bang. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer to me, just it, it, it concerned me in a way because it felt like they haven't, even though it's four hours, it felt like he hasn't got enough stuff to actually form a trailer that is story driven and instead has just taken a whole number of clips and just added music over the top of it because it's nothing really new to present that's what it felt like to me 
because I think what he's trying to show was the difference. Like, you know, here's the different things in this one that you haven't seen before. And, mm. um, you know, we got to see a new design for Steppenwolf. Um, so that was all confirmed after those blurry images we saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, we got to see a couple of new story elements in there. Cyborg's uh, father dies where he doesn't yeah. die in the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah. Mm. Did notice that. And you've got Black Suit yeah. Superman. Indeed, yep. yes, Black Suit Superman. There's, yeah. there's, there's loads of things I'm excited for with, with this. We see Batman getting shot at by parademons, and rather than him grabbing one of their guns and firing back like a fucking moron, he's like dodging and blo- and like putting his gauntlets up to sort of like shield his face as he's getting shot. And it looks kind of cool. Like it looks like Batman, not like let's grab a gun and smile when Superman arrives, Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just uh, just kind of get clear on the uh, the symbol on Darkseid's chest. In this version of Darkseid, is that bones? Is that his collarbone that comes down and then has a bone circle on his chest? That's what it looks like in some of the images that I've seen. Have you guys? Well, it looks like a. It? Yeah, it looked like that was Darkseid from the sort of the, <clears throat> the when when you know the humans, the Amazonians, and the Atlanteans come together to fight Darkseid. It looks like it was at that sort of battle that we sort of see, and there's like the random Green Lantern who appears and dies and all that sort of stuff like that from the the Joss Whedon sort of cut um but i think if we get dark side it'll it'll be like like if we get dark side in sort of the modern time frame it'll be the the sort of the dark side everyone knows but the, you know the big body armor sort of look like how thanos has got the big body armor so it could be like you know how thanos walks around in a fucking skivvy in infinity war and then in Endgame he's walking around in body armor i'm i'm, I'm interested to see how he fits into the story um like that's a, a, a pretty severe departure from the original movie so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that all ties in well it'll be the it'll be the same story because Stephen wolf wanted to get the mother boxes to open up a boom tube to to apocalypse to then bring dark side's forces across from apocalypse to earth and mm. capture earth yeah. so it's it's, it's the, it'll be the same story we'll just get more dark sidey stuff uh, i'm okay. i'm really interested to see how they work black suit superman in because that was entirely taken out on the cut the theatrical cut so i'm interested to see when the death of Superman, or the re-in-lifingness. Reincarnation. Reincarnation, there we go, there's a word. <laughs> Re-in-lifingness, yes. Re-in-lifingness. <laughs> um, bringing Superman back to life again happened very far into the movie, um, or it felt like it. It's the some would cult. say too far. <laughs> uh, some would say that. So it'd be interesting to again. see when that happens in Snyder's Cut, considering it's a four-hour movie, do they bring Can- it forward, and then there's other things that Superman's doing. Can we also mm. stop calling it a Snyder cut? Because at a four-hour length, I don't think he's cut a fucking thing out of this movie. So let's <laughs> cool. just call it the Snyder version. <laughs> Four <laughs> hours is not a cut. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's well, how, less you a get cut, more glue cut. back together. <laughs> the Snyder glue. <laughs> Snyder glue. Well, oh, I got Tom, my Snyder you... glue all over everything. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, it's everywhere. It's a spooky ghost. <laughs> Tom, did you say this was the last piece of DC-related news? Mm-hmm. Because we do as well have the confirmation, we talked about it on our on our nerd chat this week, that uh, not only is Ben Affleck coming back to play Batman in the Flashpoint movie, but Michael Keaton is coming back to play Batman in the Flashpoint movie. And there was some concept art of, on the DC fandom of the Flash sort of looking like he's about to fight someone in the Batcave, and there's fucking uh, Michael Keaton's Batman standing there like this in his fucking Batman outfit alongside the Flash, and it's gotten people fucking excited. I didn't see that picture. 
Yeah, I'd love to see right. that picture. <laughs> it, looks, it looks pretty fucking cool. So we're, we're not only are we getting Ben Affleck back, who, for people who don't know or care, is my favourite live-action Batman, but Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman as well, um, which is going to be fucking awesome for a Flashpoint film. Well, that is Michael Keaton is what I'm excited for. That's yeah, that's awesome. I still Old think man, what's his Batman. name would have been good. What's his name? Um, the guy who actually played Thomas Wayne. George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. Yes, yes, George Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney. Yeah. Watch out, Flash. Don't run too fast. You'll poke an eye out on the nipples. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Conroy. No, what, no, the guy who plays Thomas Wayne in um, Justice League. Or not Justice League. Oh, Batman Jeffrey Dean oh. Morgan. Yeah, I think he would have actually, actually been good. He'll probably, he'll probably in it because that's that's part of the Flashpoint story. Is you see, um, in that storyline, uh, Bruce Wayne dies. D- d- Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Hmm. If if they um, follow books, <laughs> yeah, which we hope they do because books are a lot better than the movies. Mm. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> But I think that also brings up an interesting point, um, is that we didn't actually get much of or anything, as far as I'm aware, at DC Fandom about Flash, and we didn't get anything at DC Fandom about uh, the Batman. Uh, the oh, Batman the trailer Israel. apparently has, has now is now dropped while we're recording. Oh. The, apparently. The I, I saw some Facebook posts saying it's Batman time. <laughs> So, there we go. We haven't watched it yet. <laughs> While we're recording. We can't talk about it. Oh, no. While we're recording. Oh, apparently, no. <clears throat> apparently, Justin from the Epic Film Guys has already watched it, and he says he's never been this excited for a Batman film since 2005's ah, Batman Begins. We, I'm calling an audible right here. We're going to pause right now, which we never do. I think we need to watch it, because it is right now available yeah, I've got, on YouTube. So, I've I think we say. need to pause. Should we, we pause? pause? Yeah. Let's pause. Uh, and I'm pausing now. All right. Holy shit. Holy we shit. just stopped recording to watch this trailer. We never do that. Though. That's that's the first time that we've, I think we've paused ever. So, and I'm well, on re- purpose. <laughs> that redeemed Everything. the fandom to me. Yeah. The holy crap. Uh, so look, lots of uh, lots of tones of Dark Knight. Um, lots of tones, like a bit of like the the Joker movie as well, like super dark, super gritty, like yes, 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 yes. Yeah, mm. rubbing. My it hands looks like together. it looks like a darker Nolan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it it's it's interesting as well because um, I I don't know whether this is going to be like one of those films say like batman begins how it has sort of the different timelines if you will in the film that sort of all attached together or whether it is i, d- I don't know if they a- will because that's a very nolan thing is to have a yeah, yeah yeah but whether whether it's going to be we're actually again going to see batman becoming batman um because he's got sort of a you know a, a muscle card modified version of a Batmobile. I'm just going to say, um, I do not need to see another scene of fucking pearls, like <laughs> pearl necklaces breaking. Like, I don't, we don't need that anymore. We, no. we know who the Batman is. Skip past that shit and just go to him being fucking, you know, Batman. That's, that's fine. That's totally fine. They did it with, um, with Ben Affleck. You know, they, you know, they did. I like how they did that in the opening, in the opening credits. I it was done. That. It was like, it was out of the way. You know, the story of this character by now because it's been done to fucking death. Yeah. So yeah. just give us that, you know, everything else. That's, that saves you time in your movie. It's 20 minutes. You don't have to fucking write in. So. I- 
yeah, hopefully we see that. We saw Catwoman as well, so a bit of that, which looks kind of cool. A um, little bit less Anne Hathaway, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it's like, uh, Zoe Kravitz, I think. Yeah. I say, it looks like from the way, at least what I picked up from that trailer, which I think is a bit different to Nolan, it looks like obviously they're taking him from a very early time, but it looks like he's angry, like, mm. which makes sense, I, I would feel, as a Batman when he first gets into that, to be angry, to be savage, and then calm down. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, like, there's one scene where he beats up some goon and like yeah, a, that's a good scene absolutely thrashes him and they're like who are you I'm vengeance it's like okay that's pretty cool that's pretty see, cool see that makes me think that he hasn't been Batman for long so it's goons figuring out who he is yeah. and that goon has white face paint and a smiley face and then the goon behind him who's reacting to the other goon getting the shit kicked out of him has half of his face painted and the other half isn't so yeah. I'm sitting there going are they thugs for the the Joker are they general thugs who are trying to make themselves look like famous villains like the Joker and Two Face and stuff or or mm. you know whatnot? Well, I'm assuming from all the question marks, yeah, that Riddler is going to play a fairly major role. And the um, well, there, and there was a lot the of rhyming. there was a lot of like yeah, there was the rhyming, there was cards with like you know hieroglyphics and clues and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, hundred percent the Riddler's in there. So I'm glad. A little bit of Riddler, a like little bit of Joker, a little bit of Catwoman. How long? So. It looks like he's going to be jigsawy in, in regards. How long to have I said it, Judy? How long have I said it? <laughs> Ian has fucking said it for like what over ten years. Yeah. We need someone like Jigsaw and, and Riddler put together. We see like, like a, a, a car fucking smash through a building, and then the guy's fucking got a, a fucking letter taped to his chest and his hands taped up and stuff like that. It looks fucking insane. Yeah. It looks like um, Nolan's was a departure from very comic booky looking things, and then this is an, probably an even more departure from that, which you can tell just from like Nolan's version of Catwoman versus this version of Catwoman, which is an actual cat burglar like with a balaclava on. You can see it's even mm. more moving away from comic book looking, mm. which I don't know how yeah. well that will sit with you, Duty, in the final piece because I know you like things to be closer to the books. I, I I don't necessarily mind when they divert, but the whole thing with Batman is it's he's a he's a man going up against enemies who have some form of supernaturalness about them. Um, but also with that being said, I th- I'm thinking it is an early days Batman timeline or story or something like that. We see Batman will like walk on into a crime scene and he's wearing fucking like Doc Martens, like he's not wearing like you know. Bat boots or whatever. Like it's a very. They're a early bit more concept. combat booty than Doc Martin. They didn't have the the signature yellow stitching, of course. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like they, they they just looked like boots you could you could actually buy rather than like a gauntlety boot that Batman you know yeah. generally say tends tends to wear. Um, so this also could be early days Catwoman as well. Like you know we're not going to go from uh, a secretary getting pushed out of a window by Christopher Walken into I'm stitching myself a leather suit. Um, so it, it could be the natural sort of progression as Batman's outfit updates. So does Catwoman well, and so on and so forth. Because Catwoman's wearing like essentially just a balaclava. As her, as, but know, it's I'm got like a little yeah. pointy ears sort of coming out of the back of it. We see in one shot, like you know, yeah. like the, the stitching the is protrusions of a little bit of the fabric. Yeah, the stitching. Um, but not, we already know it's who's- not quite the military grade tech that Anne Hathaway has it though <laughs> either. Like it's yeah, it's a little bit yeah, it's more realistic, and I think that's. 
that's something that that needs to happen in those films is they need to have grounded enemies for somebody that's you know yeah as as much as you can have a superhero they, they still need to be grounded in reality and i think that's making these uh, them more accessible more realistic so it makes it a more believable film um and that's that's one of the things that some superhero movies just miss they make these things out of the you know over the top this human just turned into a fucking cheater like it's just a little <laughs> bit too far the other way like just make it, I, I make it accessible and believable so that we can actually you know connect with it properly with some villains, I think you can make them accessible and believable. Like, yes, for for Riddler, fuck yeah, because you, you, the the sort of the mind games and you know the battle of the brains you can have with that character, fantastic. But I absolutely hated the way that Bane was treated in both live action iterations of of the character of Bane in the movies. Um, but uh, and and for having a a if you say this is a grounded realistic word like Nolan's done you've immediately just said well then we're getting rid of more than half of Batman's rogue gallery because they're not totally grounded. fine with that I'm totally fine with that there's some of that shit you just don't need like it, it, it makes it a, a realistic accessible movie and that's what you want that gritty realism is what they're going for don't have giant shark people yeah I don't, I don't yeah, know if you can have it both ways I don't know if they yeah, can you can't. I think there are certain ones that they can still bring in that are, like you said, maybe like a, a Two-Face who are edging that border between... Yeah, yeah, oh, Two-Face and Scarecrow and stuff, yes. Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Bane, oh, maybe maybe Bane, but, like, not really. Hmm. Poison I Ivy. Mean, they're, they're <laughs> Poison Ivy, yeah. A little, like, there's ways that you could do it, though, that's still realistic without going that whole she controls vines and nature and... You know, there's there's things that you can do that make those characters realistic in real life, like they did with the Nolan universe. They're, they're bringing a lot of that over. There's, you can see so much influence in this film or that trailer from what's been done before, which is great. Those films I, completely kicked ass. So, yeah, go for it. Do more well, of that. We are now seeing as well, we're getting more of the, we can see more of the bat suit. He's, he's got like a little collar sort of part where his body armor ends and the cowl sort of goes into it as well. We've got a full it looks thing pretty of the cowl. Cool. So you, it, it looks real cool. We're actually seeing his eyes, so it's not going to be white lensed or anything as well. Yes. No black eye makeup either. <laughs> uh, it looks like there's black eye makeup. It does look like mm. there's black eye makeup. One but not as much as out, George he's Clooney. Got, he's got, like, dark under his eyes. Mm. Yes. For that quick change. <laughs> but uh, um, it's going to be... We... Super armor suit and some black eye makeup, please. Considering this is by far the biggest and best thing at DC fandom, do we all want to go through... And each of us say what our favourite part of this trailer was. What's the thing that... The thug like? getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> was the thug getting the shit kicked out of him? Yeah. Doesn't, just, I just, mean, just, it, it wasn't, it was, it's one shot. The camera doesn't move. I think, yeah. And you're just seeing that brutality of it. I think the, the thing about that that I liked as well is that we're getting um, fight scenes that aren't blurry, cutting, camera moving to kind of obscure the fact that whoever it is in the Batman costume at that point in time can't really move very well to actually perform these martial arts moves as well as mm. they want to be able to. But it looks like with the way that they've gone with the costume that he can move very well now so they don't have to cut as much as we saw it there. It was all one shot and the actual fighting looked really... It really did. Yes. I, we, oh. I, I enjoyed all of that. I enjoyed the Nirvana and the uh, f- the musical uh, tones to it. It sets a nice uh, grungy tone. So yeah, hopefully it, it sticks to that. Like if they they keep on that theme, they keep it exactly like that throughout the film. Mwah. love it, love it, love it, love it. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm I'm looking forward to it. it comes out. It looks like it's going to be 2021 because it's like yeah. Insignia Zero, Insignia One. It's so not it could be come out in fucking 2041. <laughs> well, it was two question marks so <laughs> instead of twos. So oh, yeah. There's definitely the Riddler there for yeah, yeah for Tom's references. So yeah. yes. And the Riddler is going to be played by the uh, the actor from Ruby Sparks and um, Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, I've forgotten the actor's name, but yeah, Dan. He's a satisfactorily Dan. creepy dude. Mm. I've forgotten the guy's name. <laughs> yes, he is. I've forgotten oh. his name. But anyway, that is DC. That is that is what we have so far. I'm sure that we have missed little uh, little tidbits or little bits and pieces. If there are anything that we miss that you guys want to hear our opinion on, dump that into uh, our uh, listener community. Any questions, and we'll uh, we'll have a chat with you. We'll we'll let you know what we think. <laughs> Uh, just, just quickly before we jump on, Paul Dano. I know a lot of people will be Dano, screaming yeah. at their phones. It's Paul Dano. Yes, he is a creepy looking dude. Um, so yes, he'll be in there. Yes, he very much is. And before I say my uh, little catchphrase that was forced upon me about the news <laughs> coming towards its end, uh, we will just quickly touch on a couple of bits and pieces that came out during the week. Uh, well, actually, we may just focus on the big one, of course, Tenet has hit some theatres, and we did also get a final trailer. We also have gotten a series of reviews coming through, and I think the main consensus is mixed. Mm, definitely, yeah. So. <laughs> yes, mixed yes. is one way of putting now it. the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I'm going to say the, tra- the, the final trailer. Looks pretty really cool. good. Looks pretty good. Yes. Now... Well, well, As I'm still holding out until the rest of the world gets to see it to kind of get a consensus. I just, I obviously, I you got to go in now that we've got those reviews, understanding that it's probably not going to be his, you know, Inception, or it's not going to be at any level of any of the other movies that he's made up till now. So it's a shame. No director has ever made every movie perfect, so it's it is a shame, but. Hopefully, it's not as bad as some people are saying it is. Yeah. So yeah. The yeah. ones that have said that it's bad is I have had a, a couple of them I've looked back at their history just to get an idea of mm. what they've reviewed other films. It seems like that the person that you... Because linked us a specific one. I didn't see any other film reviews in her backlog. So, I was like, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> how do I know? Yeah. It's... It's definitely mixed from what I've seen out there as well. There are quite a few people who are saying it's not really very good. And then there's a lot of, obviously, Christopher Nolan fanboys who are trying to defend it as well. So you've got both ends of the spectrum at the moment, so it's really hard to tell what it's actually going to be like. I would anticipate that it's probably going to be not a bad movie, but definitely probably could even be his worst. Yeah, I saw um, uh, Paul and Wayne from The Countdown, I uh, got to see it, they're, they're having said anything in regards to the film but paul i think loved it well that's good that's but promising paul is a nolan boy if we know anything about <laughs> uh western australia it's that they definitely all make sense over there <laughs> <laughs> well look I, I will say like the people that i know that have seen it already have enjoyed it and um so that's just you know personal opinions of people i know i know that there's been the guardian had a really massively negative review about it um so it could be anything at this point i i'm reserving judgment i've decided not to watch that final trailer um i'm staying away from reviews like the final trailer is really good 
I don't want to watch it though. I just want to see the movie now. It's, yeah. it's, it's due out like next week, so we won't see it pro- for probably a month or so. Yeah. I, I just want to watch it. Yeah. It is interesting that that's been the approach of these companies where it's like, oh, our film was meant to be already out by now, so let's just continually release trailers. Like, <laughs> yeah. I understand oh, that they want to keep the hype, but like Tenet didn't need another trailer. No. Nope. Mm. Like, I think I that's 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 probably just the it's maintaining the hype in spaces like ours where we won't be able to watch it. So you know it's going to release it, it have this staggered release, and so they're trying for places that can't have it. Here's here's a little bit more for you, which yeah, yeah I don't need. I just need the film. Just release the fucking movie. Mm. It's going to be interesting uh, because and, this movie uh, costs so much money to make. Um, what this means in terms of if they even get some of that money back. I don't I don't know if they will. Now that not only is it, you know, um, so delayed and all over the place with its release because of COVID, but we're also going to have problems with it's not getting great reviews. I don't know if it will get all its money. Mm. Mm. It's true. Very true. Time will tell. Um, and so I guess there was another couple of items. I'll just quickly rattle them off. Uh, Olivia Wilde has been tapped to direct an untitled female-centered Marvel movie at Sony, expected to be a Spider Woman. Well, she they, that was the thing. She actually responded to that by tweeting just a like a little uh, emoji of a spider. So everyone's like, "Well, it's definitely Spider Woman," and then she's and then she's backtracked from that and said, oh, I can't fucking talk about it, but it's definitely fucking Spider-Woman. So. It's definitely Spider-Woman. <laughs> Which is cool. I like that. That's awesome. Or is it cool. Lisa Simpson in The Lizard Queen? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have that on the soundboard. Uh, we, of course, have the trailer for Death on the Nile. Ollie Death loved on this. Denial, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I went and saw Murder on the Orange Express at the cinemas. It was sufficiently fine. <laughs> and This, this is the same fun. thing, but on a boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a boat, not a train. Yeah. yeah. Confined spaces. Like, like murder mystery. Yeah. Yes. yes. But, you know, uh, less Adam sandler <laughs> Less Adam Sandler. More Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be a bad thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> And probably the lastly, anything that uh, people may have seen out there is, of course, we got a look of LeBron in his new Space Jam Jimmy Jam jersey. <laughs> Jimmy Jams. Jimmy Jam jersey. Uh. Is that what you still wear? Do you still wear Jimmy Jams? <laughs> Always wear Jimmy Jams. <laughs> I wear my Jimmy Jams right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that movie's going to be trash. Oh, yes, it is. I just love that nobody wants to be part of it apart from fucking LeBron James and Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. everybody else is backing away from it. I don't want to fucking be in that. Fuck off. Yucky. Well, apparently there was, like, leaked photos of the Joker and Pennywise are going to be in it as well. Mm. That's definitely I mean, cool. appropriate for the children that will be wanting to see this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, news complete. Magnificent! Magnificent! I need to get that sound on the soundboard. (laughs) Uh, Well, look, we are starting to get along in time. Uh, You already know we're brought to you by Culture Shock Collectibles because we're going to quickly get on to this week's movie. Wait, what? 
Uh, that's sorry. the other one, Incog- buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong one. I was looking at my Funko Pops. I'm sorry. I was looking at my Funko Pops. We're brought to you by Incognito Comics. I'm sorry. You already know this, but we're talking about something uh, that is so bad. I think we only need to really talk about the negatives about this movie because there's not really many positives. And that's Batman and Robin from 1997. I have Fuzzy positives. has his finger up. I have you have positives. I have positives. Please, please go through them. I rewatched this film last night, and um, as did I. Yes, two hours. Um, <laughs> it's a very long film. It's a fi- it's exceptionally long. Some would I say about two hours longer than it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I got to one t- point in the film, and there was st- I was like, oh, surely this is like coming to the end. There was still forty fucking minutes left. It's so fucking long. It's ridiculous. Anyway, how's that a positive? Positive, positive, positive. <laughs> Uh, I, I looked at this film in a, a com- with a completely different mindset of, okay, let's just take out all of the negative stuff that I already know about this film and think about it in the most positive way I can. And I think that this aligns really well with like uh, w- with the Batman animated series. No. no. No, just listen. Just hear me out. Just because it's, it's really very much a... If you saw this as a cartoon, like if this was done as a cartoon, it would actually makes sense a lot of the the slapstick comedy the jokes all the rest of it those kind of things happen in cartoons they don't happen in live action movies and i think this is really what they've tried to do is they've tried to make the cartoon real life and that's where it's completely missed the mark because you can't you just can't do that kind of comedy in the same way with live action people so i think if you looked at this in that that mindset if you looked at those like the the jokes that go on in those those animated shows i think you'd find a lot more similarities to it and you'd probably enjoy it a bit more i didn't enjoy it as much as i thought i would even <laughs> with that mindset but i think it's not as bad if you if you look at it in that light i so think yeah, of it as a cartoon and, it's, and that's 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 what it is it is a comic book cartoon that's what they tried to make it's over the top and ridiculous because of those aspects I agree with that idea. I do not agree with uh, linking it to Batman the Animated Series. I'm getting that. Like, yeah. if, you, if you look at those the cartoons... The Adam West-y, I think I would say, yeah. Somewhere between Adam West's Batman and the animated series Batman, like, there is this movie. It exists in that, that kind of universe. And it, yeah. and it, it's ridiculous and over the top. All the things they do, like driving through the statue and, you know, Mr. Freeze, you know, freezing Gotham, like, that's all stuff that happens in, in cartoons, but yeah. doesn't happen in real life. So that's what they've tried to capture. And I think they've, they've really done a good job doing that. They just, that's not what you want to see as an, as a live action film. You so know, I, I also have missed- a positive. One. Oh, hey, there just we go. One. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we got I just will one. say. The ending of this movie ties everything together very well. As an ending of a movie, it does very well to not only make sense, but to give you a satisfaction like, yes, that's the end of the movie. I got the story. That's the end of the story. It tied everything together. It was Alicia Silverstone is definitely a computer (laughs) genius. Exactly. I will say that, like, as as long as this movie went for, went for way too long, and all the stupid routes that went on the way to get to it, the end was by far the best part of this whole movie, in my opinion. <laughs> you forgot about that brief period where El- where Alfred became Jarvis. Um, so yes. that was pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call him Tom- Elvis? <laughs> Jarvis no. meets Alfred. No, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> Tom, no. did you have any positives? Um, 
you know what? I didn't have as bad of a time as I was expecting with it. For what I was expecting. I don't think I've seen this film since I was super young. Um, and little bits and pieces of it I obviously didn't get to the same extent, I think, of just how ridiculous some of them flowed through. Um, you know what? It, it was a little bit of fun to watch again. Like sexy that, gorillas? That's my positive. It was... It was a little bit of oh man, sexy gorillas. Dude, those fucking mm. those gorillas' eyes, man, oh they freaked me out. I'm so I was so incredibly turned on by that scene. <laughs> Enough monkey business. <laughs> I don't remember that scene at all. Like I think I blocked it out. I don't remember it going for five fucking minutes. <laughs> it's oh, so long. That, that whole setup. Like that whole okay, we're gonna have a jungle themed, uh, you know, fundraising party, which I'm sure is incredibly racist, but I'm just not sure how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about it. No, because pre- it was it was a save the plants uh, fundraiser. Yeah, uh, but, but it just it felt really off. Um, it's in in my second basketball reference for today. Uh, it felt like the scene from baseball <laughs> the where they're on the Malaka Laka board of trust. Um, <laughs> So it has that same kind of theme to it. Like, you just expect people in giant pineapple costumes to come out. And, and then there's just a dude in a fucking pineapple costume. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been out of place at this fucking fundraiser. And just the sexy dancing in the gorilla suit, where the gorilla slowly strips off and it's poison ivy underneath. How? How does she get the costume off? This is my biggest bugbear about this whole film. It doesn't have a zip at the front, but then it cuts to her back and it comes off from the front to her back it, it doesn't make sense how does she get the gorilla costume off new <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gorilla say, strip like... technology that you haven't seen before <laughs> i've never <laughs> seen a gorilla strip like that ever <laughs> <laughs> of course the, the, the thing that i found there and maybe it's just because of this film and obviously the infamous bat nipples but also the fact when she's actually taking off the gloves and it's just like these fake gorilla nipples either side of the screen staring back at you. <laughs> they had a oh. real thing for nipples in this film. Like, everything. So was, many nipples. Yeah. They, really, they really did. Anyway, we, we, we need to talk about the characters. We need to talk about the story. <laughs> no, 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 no let's wants... talk about this scene more. I've got more to talk about that scene entirely. All right, Batman's got a credit card on his utility belt for some reason. <laughs> Which says yes. Batman Never forever. leaves the key without it. Oh, yeah, expiry date forever. Uh. Oh, and <laughs> he never leaves the Batcave without it. Uh, but he also, what's it, $7 million to spend, like, an evening with this woman? And I, I'm pretty sure, like, they're not saying it, but sex is definitely involved, right? They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're paying money to spend an evening with a woman. I'm pretty sure he thinks he's going to bone her. So... <laughs> <laughs> Is, that a, flight, is right? that a vine down your pants, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, God. It's, Jesus. Yeah. I love uh, Chris O'Donnell. He's sitting there going, yeah, I'll, I'll just borrow the money from you. Five million dollars. No, I'm not loaning you five million dollars to fuck this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to see George Clooney go, I'm not giving you money, dick. I mean, Robin. <laughs> 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 Whoops! <laughs> I have to kill everybody in this room now. <laughs> I must it's... say, it, 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 it is awfully impressive. Just the fact that uh, Batwoman comes over, uh, or Batgirl was it Batgirl? Yeah, Batgirl, Batgirl comes yeah. over from uh, not, why not that person or Batwoman? Bat <laughs> but Fuck comes off. over from England, 
Uh, she's there American for a grand accent. total of like yeah, American accent. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> comes over for a grand total of like uh, t- ten minutes, and then all of a sudden, her uncle, who seems to have just been supporting her, I don't know, I don't know whether he knew that she could do machines. Um, <laughs> but, but, all, but all of a sudden, I know like, a couple of people who can do machines. Yeah, <laughs> good old Donatello. Um, and then just goes, "All right, you are now Batgirl. I made you a costume. Get out there, niece." Batgirl. Thanks, Max Headroom. <laughs> why? Why did she? Also, also, she also. Had no Uncle Alfred to join them either. She's not even Batgirl in the comics. She's nothing. But they're both called Barbara. You're nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's Barbara. But Barbara Gordon. <laughs> Shh. It's not necessary. We don't. Not Barbara this. Pennyworth. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. No, we we, we can't not talk about Batman and Robin and not talk about Mr. Freeze. Who? We're getting there. Probably we're getting there. Can the I just only ask? Good thing about this film. Can I just ask, Uncle Uncle Alfred? He's like ninety years old and just dying because he's fucking old. How, how old <laughs> yeah, <you> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. ask him the question. Just ask him the question, old guy. You know. Hello. Oh, all right. Sorry, Mr. Freeze. Go go, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> He's, he's probably the only good thing about this movie, and it's not because it's good. It's it's good character portrayal because it's definitely not, and it's not costume design because it's definitely not. It's the puns and just how much fun Schwarzenegger had while he was on set because you could tell he had a bit of fun. It does look like he has fun. He got paid a lot of money to look like that. <laughs> he got paid twenty six million dollars. That's nearly a million dollars a pun. Yes. Uh, look, I, I I actually don't mind his his costume design. I think his costume design uh, was fine. All of the, the he has dragonfly wings pop out of his back, fuzzy. Mister Freeze has butterfly wings yeah. pop out of I his do, back. I actually love that. I love when he turns back around and all of a sudden he's got these goggles on and then he just jumps out with the wings. Yeah, but I liked I liked all of the um the like the the body paint that they had going on. Like it was really cool. Like when he talked, they had like the fluorescent stuff in his teeth. And then when the lights go out, you can basically just see all the green shit in his teeth because it's, they couldn't take it off. Like, it's just, it, I think it was fun. I think they had a lot of fun with designing his character and, and how that looked. And his bathrobe as well. I want that bathrobe. It looks really warm. It looks fucking comfy. <laughs> bathrobe For a man that needs to say very cold, he's wearing a very warm bathrobe. <laughs> and his giant white cigar that he had as well. Just like everything, I liked all of that. There was a, a look like a fun character design, as opposed to Poison Ivy, who looked like a piece of shit in a spandex fucking outfit with terrible hair. So you know, it made just... me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mister Freeze is one of the only good things about this film. What about Bane guy? Even, even the getting <laughs> bomb. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's awful! It's fucking awful. My, like, my oh, dad Bane is actually this. My dad actually gave me a Bane yes. fact that I was not aware of. Apparently, the, oh, the actor who go. played Bane died the same year this came out. <laughs> From Royce, yeah, like two oh, wow. weeks after this movie came out, he died. Yeah, that's wow, fascinating. Yeah, he was a he was a wrestler, Jeep Jeep something. Uh, I can't recall Jeep um, something. <laughs> his first name was Jeep. Yeah, Jeep oh, okay. Wrangler. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Up. That's his brother. It's Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
Don't make ill of the dead. Oh, God, it is too. Jeep Swenson. <laughs> there you go. Um, Bane is absolutely nothing like he is in the the comic books or in anything. Um, the the one thing I constantly laugh at any time I watch this movie, it's when Robin and Batgirl are getting choked out and they go, hit the tube, and you can see they barely touch it and it flies off the back of his head. And I'm sitting there going... Yeah, like, they, they, they barely touch the tube, and you can just see it's got, like, a spring lever on it where it just fucking flings off. And I'm just sitting there going, that guy wears trench coats and puts on hats to blend in. That tube is coming off when he takes his is, fucking trench coat off. Is that your problem? <laughs> this is the same movie where they literally fucking surfboard out of a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Speaking of weird weird kicking stuff, uh, there was the, the fight scene between Mr. Freeze and Batman at the end. And, oh, <laughs> and like, they're just yeah. standing there, and all of a sudden... Mr. Freeze's leg just comes up past the camera. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely impossible angle. It just does this pendulum swing and, like, kicks him in the face. It's fucking great. It's so good. There's there's one shot as well at the end of the film where Mr. Freeze and Batman are fighting on top of the the giant fucking stethoscope. um, That uh, Batman... Telescope? Telescope. Stethoscope. (laughs) Didn't you do this last episode? (laughs) 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 <laughs> Batman is standing there. He is in frame, Danny, and Mister Freeze. What is a stethoscope? In... Uh, it's a, the thing the doctors put in their ears to hear the heartbeats. <laughs> no, that's a telescope. <laughs> anyway, <a> listening thing. <laughs> Batman is in frame. Mister Freeze is right behind him, and he kicks him twice in the face. Yes, right? Yes. But Batman's body doesn't move. But you see both feet fly up. Yeah. But his body doesn't move. So good. Oh, I it's love. I awful. love when the gun, Mister Fraser's gun, is like shot out of his hands at the museum, and then it just like perfectly lands on this like edge of a cliff. Just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all the reverse yeah. takes of stuff. Like it's like someone oh. stood up there and like pushed it off, and then they've like oh, Robin, Robin in the water. Robin drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Robin drowning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But there's, there's, there's one legitimate laugh this movie got me, and I didn't notice until I had subtitles on, but it's when Batman and Robin get to the museum, they're fighting Mr. Freeze, and they knock his gun up onto the fucking thing. And Mr. Freeze grabs a security guard and throws him yeah. up, and he gets his gun back. And then in the background, you just see the security guard go, Rah! in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like, that actually got me. I haven't seen that before. <laughs> This film was dumb, but it was enjoyable because of that, I thought, in certain ways. I've got to tell you. Oh, like the ice blades coming out of the feet when they tap their shoes together? Oh, my God. They came I'm going to say, if you start a Batman film, whose idea was it was just like, all right, and then you'll go in and the opening scene and the introduction to the bad guy, think, think ice skates, think Batman and Robin playing hockey. The hockey team from hell. Go with it. <laughs> and uh, I love that they tried to do that, and then they clearly, you can see, like, the rollerblades um, with, like, the, the almost sleeves down the outside to hide the wheels. Uh, yeah. Uh, because, you know what yeah, I loved? Cle- clearly I love everyone that. else is just, like, walking around on the ice like it's normal. Like <laughs> All the fake ice that they have around. Yeah. But I also love the yeah. fact that they had all these things prepared to fight Mr. Freeze, but... They didn't know that it was Mr. Like Freeze until they were in the car on the way to the museum and Gordon was on the video going, yeah. it's Mr. Freeze, he's in the museum. 
It's a good thing I put on my ice skate shoes, and it's a good thing I have these portable heaters strapped to my bodice. Laser heat yeah, guns. That That is one of the things that I find about this generation of Batman movies. It's not very much around um, adapting to scenarios as opposed to having the exact gadget that they need for that exact period. Oh, man. But this is, this, is like the, this is the whole Adam West animated Batman series. Like, he always had, like, the right device for the right thing. Like, it was always, oh, Adam my West. God. I've got my shark repellent spray. Fucking like, yeah, it's but, it's always the right device in his fucking tool belt, no matter what the occasion. So that's, you know, I don't mind that. That is very old school Batman. Speaking of which, that, so I've been watch. I watched the uh, Amazon Harley Quinn uh, oh, yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Oh, it's like R-rated as well, yeah. It's really good. And you just reminded me of it because there's a scene in that. Uh, where King Shark gets tackled by Batman and Batman actually pulls out Shark repellent and sprays him in the face with it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got to the part where uh, Poison Ivy and uh, Harley Quinn hook up? I don't think that's in this one. It's it's definitely in that one. it's, It's not in this, actually. I don't know where that's from. It's definitely it's happened in the latest series. So yes, I will. Uh, I will send you the video. It's a YouTube link. It's it's safe for home. Um, but yes, the the inference is that they they sleep together and uh, try and hide it from everybody else. There was a uh, yeah. I don't want to get into that. Back to Batman. <laughs> um, th- this is also the only Batmobile where Batman is prone to headshots. His whole upper body is just sitting out of the top of the Batmobile in a single seat car. I'm like, dude, you need some guy with a gun and you're dead. Oh, it doesn't have a cover? I didn't even realise that. No, it's completely open and it's one seat. But on the upside, they have that cool light turbine thing at the front. Cool. Did you say cool? It's the 90s. It's not cool. It's cool. It's radical. It's um, Cowabunga Dude, I believe Robin said as he was surfboarding from the sky. Oh, and that the one cowabunga. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there were some choice lines in this. That, oh, I, know, choice I, lines. I don't... I understand why they redid the Batmobile, because the previous Batmobile blew up in Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. But why does Batman and Robin have new and different suits? They always You know what it. I mean? Like they, they always they, have they new generally, Yeah, but they generally get new suits when something goes wrong with the previous one. Like... These are super good for coldness suits. <laughs> super good Oh, yeah, they, they get that at the end. Fuck that. And Batgirl wears the, wears the cowl, and then when they get inside the planet Arium, she, she just takes, takes it off. off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, that's just that's her bat helmet, so that's totally fine. But it's clearly, like, you know, polystyrene, so... <laughs> Speaking of suits, I, I did love that at, at just at the end, when they're helping Alfred and they're putting, like, the cure into his thing that uh, Bruce and Barbara are just, like, clearly have already changed, have come back and whatever, and then Robin's still just sitting there in his suit. I've just got this image of uh, of Bruce just going, Robin, take up the suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that suit took four hours to get in and out of, so I can completely understand. It's like, all right, everyone get changed. Chris Donald's like, fuck that, because there'll do, do be a reshoot somewhere. Do you reckon that's... that's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason, if they had to do a shot with him in the suit before that shot and <laughs> I was just like yeah you can just stay in it <laughs> yeah 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 no we need to do a reshot of you screaming at Batman for turning your engine off <laughs> yuck I will say oh. though like as stupid 
this movie is. It's very fun, and if I'm comparing it to other stupid fun movies, like, let's say, Sharknado, I'd much rather watch this. Likewise. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. incomparable. Like, like, it's, completely yeah. comparable. Both are it's, deliberately shit. If you, can, if you can compare Batman and Robin to Batman the Animated Series, and you can definitely compare this to Sharknado. Yeah. Same level. That's no, like one of them. Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> not even, not even close. Absolutely, um, exactly the same. There is about forty minutes of this film that you could cut out, and that is anything with uh, Barbara Gordon, uh, Pennyworth. Um, like <laughs> anything that she does in this film is completely irrelevant. Um, oh, they the got whole, her- the whole bike chase sequence is just completely unnecessary. Oh, app- apparently Coolio, Coolio's character. Yeah. Uh, Rumor was, and of course, Coolio confirmed this. He was supposed to play Scarecrow in the next Batman film. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I bet that's what they told As him Scarecrow. just to get his name on it. Yeah, oh, yeah and he was in there for a whole what two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they race, and then they throw fire, and then as soon as they... How long do they slide on the ground for? They're sliding for, like, 180 metres. They were going very fast, dude. There's a lot like of sliding. Place. Like when Batman turns off Robin's bike, and then somehow Robin's bike slides faster than Batman's hey, yeah. car goes. Because it reaches the hand <laughs> of the car. And, and you... And you see that shot of the of the of the bike sliding. You see the, the the CGI shot where they're on a thin forearm, and then you see the shot of the bike sliding, and it's just there's you do, there's no edges. It's he's just sliding. <laughs> he's sliding on like endless road. Yeah. What a three-hour clip of just big... Robin sliding. <laughs> That's the extended cut. <laughs> That's what you get in the four-hour version of Batman and Robin. <laughs> the Schumacher cut. <laughs> but like. Uh, Mr. Freeze's giant fucking tanky truck thing makes it on the rooftop, but, like, his two smaller goon cars don't, and they just explode. It's, it's, this movie makes no sense. <laughs> it's not supposed to. It's a live-action cartoon. Like, that's yeah. all it is. It's, think of it as a cartoon, and when you think about it in the physics of a cartoon universe, it absolutely works. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, if you put this <laughs> right. as a cartoon, if you made the ca- you put these exact story Dude. plots into a cartoon form, it would be totally fine. Everyone would go, "Yep, that's cool. I accept it." But because it's live to action, be, because to, it's George it, Clooney trying to be serious and do his weird, it, it does. It does have those like weird, zacky, wacky sounds because when oh. when those like gangsters try to fight Bane and they hook all the chains around him and he just goes. It does that <laughs> noise when he throws them backwards. Those, like, obviously plastic chains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that... The one that got me the most was the fact that apparently the uh, the dead dinosaur or the dinosaur model... That makes uh, a dinosaur when, noise yeah, when it when, explodes? When oh. frozen becomes alive. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. <laughs> I still laugh that he has fucking, like, butterfly wings that shoot out of the back of his fucking thing and then he, he says he's freezing the furnace and he drops into one furnace chamber as he's shooting his gun down to propel him slower but then every other furnace is frozen i'm not sure how he actually slows down either like because all he does is freeze the bottom of it and he just lands in it slowly how is he slowing yeah, down because if it was meant to be like the force from the gun it means that when he shot the gun normally he should have been getting pushed back Yes. They did not accommodate for physics. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> I think they this comic book had. movie were rubbish. <laughs> they tried to do, like, the reverse shot of what they do in uh, in one of the animated series ones, like, Mr. Freeze needs to get inside a building. So he sees a fire hydrant, he kicks it over, so water's shooting out of it, and he puts his gun into it and fires, and it makes, like, a frozen bridge that propels him up into the building. 
So they tried to do like, let's do the opposite of that with just the gun. I'm like, no. So no, I've got a good work. physics one for you as well. Um, when they mm. were at the um, extremely racist fundraiser, um, how <laughs> like Mr. Freeze shoots one of the people holding like a vine on the side of the room. And oh, it's, yeah. the, he grabs the vine. He's standing flat footed in the middle of the room and then jumps and swings up to the stage. Like, <laughs> just, uh, no, why? No respect for <laughs> physics. <laughs> Unbelievable with this comic book movie. Uh, I just like Robin, how Robin just falls into the pool. You see him fall into the water. There is nothing there. It's blue water. And then you see the shot of him under the water. He's instantly wrapped in vines. I'm like, what? I tell you what, if I, if I could get my hands on something from this movie, I'd love just that sculpture of Robin frozen. Imagine having that in your house. <laughs> Kudos. Batman in this film must be super strong if he was able to lift just, up just Robin. Like just like <laughs> nothing. Wet. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is fine. It's like yeah, he's made yeah, of just picks him up. Like, How did his arm not just like snap off? When <laughs> it would have been much better had he had to like pull it or push it and he's just slipping off the ice. <laughs> so you've got 11 minutes to thaw the bird. So all of those people at the museum are dead. Oh, yeah. Because you decided to chase Mr. Freeze rather than save them. You and your museum are dead! Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say, with all that, that ice sculpture stuff, like, this budget for this movie was $125 million. I reckon $100 million of that was spent on plastic wrapping everything. Um, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's just this, like... But, like, Ugh. the first time you see it, it's like, that's clearly plastic. <laughs> Nothing looks like model ice. Pla- not a single it's thing so- looked like ice. No. I think <laughs> not at all. So, Duty, considering we're getting towards the end, do we have we got some uh, comments from our lovely fans in the interwebs? We did. I asked in the listener community. We're taking a look at the uh, this film, Batman and Robin. Oh, what's your thoughts? What's your favourite scene? So on, so forth. On the listening community, we got Kermit Knight just putting. All right, everyone, chill. And he said pretty much every Arnie moment. Uh, Andy Campbell says everything Arnie says is magnificent, and that and the way Uma Thurman's accent is Mother Nature. Uh, <laughs> We've got. Uh, is that all you've got? It, sorry, was that your one thing that you had from her? Mother Nature. My bad. Go on, what else? No, that's, no, I can't remember anything. <laughs> uh, as I said to Lady Freeze before I pulled her plug, this is a one woman show. How did he get that footage? A perfect camera quality footage. <laughs> he was in the roof. <laughs> He's in the roof. Kristen says the puns owe the puns, and then she provides a link to all 27 awful puns in Batman and Robin. I think there's more than 27. There surely I honestly is. think there's more than 27. Uh, Bradley J says 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fucked up. It deserves at least 13% only for the egregious Jesse Ventura cameo. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> And Sandim School of Films said, I read Batman and Robin in Fuzzy's two hours, boys. <laughs> uh, that's that's what we got from the listener community. Cool party. It's, uh, <laughs> it was I, 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 it's, it was two hours and it felt like it. <laughs> I rented this on Amazon Prime and I'm like, thank God it only cost me a dollar to rent. <laughs> I rented it on Google Play and it cost five. <laughs> I, I rented it on uh, totally legitimate Fuzzflix. It was free. <laughs> free service available to all the, the people that I give my passwords to. <laughs> we, should, we, should have a, we should have a Patreon and the top tier Patreon gets Fuzzy's Fuzzflix account. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I mean, let us know in the listener community if you think that's a good idea, because, you know, we've got to pay for the first flick somehow. <laughs> it's a pretty impressive collection, I'm not going to lie. Um, so uh, There's a lot of porn. <laughs> It's all just scenes of uh, it's all just scenes of Harley Quinn and (laughs) (laughs) over and over again. Uh, Look, I think we need to get around to to giving this this film a rating, fellas, before we wrap up. Uh, Let's go with Tom. All right, so uh, this film is awful. I loved it as a kid because I didn't know any better. And then as a teenager, I learned how bad it was. And then looking back at it now, it's it's a bit amusing. It's no means as bad as some of the films that we've reviewed on this. I will admit. So, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is as bad as some of them. Okay. I'm trying to I'm, think of another film. <laughs> I I actually just enjoyed it just to laugh at it. Um, mm. And so I'm going to give it a 4. 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Ian, the, one of the only people that had positives, well, besides Fuzzy and Tom. <laughs> so one of the only to... people besides the rest of the podcast that had <laughs> I agree with everything Tom said. You just have to enjoy this film for the shittiness that it is, much like... How was your Shark viewing Nader. experience? You watched this with your parents. Did your dad have any good funny one-liners or commentary? Because that would have upped the viewing experience for I'm me. I'm pretty sure the sequence where Robin comes out of the water, then rewinds and goes back into the water, Dad and I both went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And for that reason, I'm giving this movie a 4. <clears throat> 4.5. 4.5. <laughs> Fuzzy Dan? Oh, this movie is fucking atrocious. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are giving it 4.5. <laughs> um, I'm giving this a 0.5 for the sexy gorilla dancing. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate that, man. I hate it so much. It's, uh, like, there's just scenes of this film that I forgot were there, and that's, yeah, it, it puts it out of your mind. It could have been, you know... It should have been 40 minutes less. But I think, again, put this in an animated movie, make this something different, It's it's it, it would have been totally fine. I think they just missed the mark. They were going a particular direction with Batman films and they just didn't understand what people were asking for. Um, so, and now we're getting the more gritty, realistic Batmans that everyone loves. And that's the more the character that we want to see. So, Kev- Kevin Feige has come out and said this movie is influential for comic book movies because they realise they need to be taken somewhat seriously. Exactly <laughs> right. Like, they... They just missed it. They were going down a particular pathway, like you know, you see the, yeah, you see the original Batman with uh, with Michael Keaton, and then how that like like it was kind of realistic, but still had that comic book flair. And they just kind of upped the ante every time and made it more and more like a comic book each time. Um, and that's not what people wanted. And yeah, anyway, I I think uh, this this film is absolutely trash. It's um, yeah, pretty much collapsed the franchise, and they had to start again. So uh, I'm going to give this one a three and then the 0.5 for the sexy gorilla scene. <laughs> <laughs> that gorilla dance is just fucking... The eyes. It's just the eyes in the suit. The camera moves, but somehow my focus stays on the eyes. Look, I'm telling you right now, if I ever see a burlesque show that advertises gorilla, gorilla burlesque, totally on board. Totally on board for that. There you go. This is a Patreon episode. <laughs> The Patreon episode. <laughs> Gorilla Balesk. Well, it kind of just rolls off the tongue. Gorilla Balesk. Gorilla Balesk. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm going to give this a four. Um, the only positive I have is I kind of like the 
maybe it's just the nostalgia or maybe it's just the beer talking, but... The nipples. Uh, the nipples. <laughs> the nipples. There's one shot in that film where you can see that the, the bat suit is glued onto, like, a wetsuit. You can actually see, like, the wetsuit behind the body armor. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but it's the, this, not, the, it's not even set design, but it's the, the design of Gotham. I like how it's got, like, bridges going between towers that cars drive on and, like, the giant statues yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. I kind of like that. Some of the sets weren't too bad. Some of the sets were fucking awful. Um, but I, I, Arkham Asylum was a, a really cool sort of set. I like that it had that sort of menacing thing to it. Lots of cliffs um, in, in this design of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the planet Arium is on the side of a cliff, but it it's, somehow freezes Gotham. It's, always it's, a... it's, it's, it's both on the side of a massive, massive cliff and in the middle of the city. So, <laughs> yeah. Arkham Asylum has its also, own like weather fucking thing going on. Every time it cuts there, it's always stormy and uh, um, scary. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a flat four, uh, no point five. Um, I'm taking a 0.5 off for the gorilla strip. Oh, um, that's right. I added it on, so it's fine. It even down. Um, yeah, I, I grew up loving this film, like, because it was Batman. I had toys of it and all that sort of stuff. And then as I was like 13, I'm like, I should watch Batman and Robin again. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a good film. It's, it's, even Mon walked in as I was, I'm like, hey, watch the start of this movie. And she's like, it's Batman and Robin. I'm like, yeah, watch this. She just got up and left. <laughs> Siobhan flat out refused. I was like, have you seen it? And she went, no. And I went, come on, watch it. Just wasn't having it. I I, I told my lovely lady wife, hey, uh, she said, what are you watching tonight? I said, oh, Batman and Robin. She's like, okay, see ya. And just walked down the room. So, yeah. did, did Little Fuzz want to watch it? Nope. <laughs> not, not even remotely interested. And he hasn't even seen it. He doesn't even know it's bad. Oh, poor little man. Jesus. Well, there we go. We there we have our reviews uh, for Batman and Robin. But guess what, guys? If you enjoyed this episode of Shake and Not Do, you can leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, uh, and I will read them out on the show verbatim. Now, if you did also enjoy this episode, you can go on to Facebook to the Facebook listener community and, uh, and join that. That's where we ask you, the listeners, what do you think of this film? What do you want us to do? Should we open up a Patreon for Fuzzy's Fuzz Fix? Uh, and so much more. Uh, Ian, anything to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, I mean, I'm a hostage to Batman this is duty saying, I've stopped it. There you go. It's the loudest. <laughs>